Karibu. It's what the Swahilis would say to welcome any person who happened to visit a house or a gesture of exchanging pleasantries a polite way. So I say Karibu to all my listeners this morning. Karibu to all those who have supported me thus far. Welcome to another episode of Rethinking Norms Through Christ. I want to use this opportunity to appreciate Anchor, the podcast that have given me the platform to express myself, to share my views and my thoughts on certain expansions that I need to reveal some kind of a revelation, something that has given me the idea to express my personal conviction about a particular topic. Today, as the host, I'm still going to be the person who will do the justice to a topic today. And my topic today is going to be rethinking the norms of prayer. Now, when I ask you about prayer, as you listen, what would be your understanding? Perhaps it will be prayer is the raising up of your heart and your mind to God. For me, I think it's more personal. Prayer is not just raising up your heart and your mind to God. Prayer for me is an in-depth vulnerability to commune to the Father. The spirit which has already been gifted inside of us gives us the privilege to be in union with Christ. So as heir through the thrones and as adopted sons and daughters made known by the gospel of Matthew, we carry our heads held high and our hearts unto God. The previous week for me has been hectic. Moving from giving a speech to completing my novel, and the book Finding Self. I have dwindled in the subjection of my own thoughts. I have been downcast, I have been depressed, and all through my weaknesses, I found one, only just one medium, one tool, to overcome all these challenges, which is prayer. But I was getting it wrong. You see, I was praying for my own desires to be granted. (laughs) Isn't that funny? I'm sure some of you can relate. Praying for our personal desires to be granted. This has been my entire definition of prayer. When I wake up in the morning, I say, Oh Lord God, I want to do this. This is what I want. It's specific. The problem with this is all my prayer has not been the will of God. How? If you can remember being a Christian during the torment of Christ before he faced the cross at the garden of Gethsemane when he knelt down to prayer and he said Lord God this cup would pass me by. Then he further went to resign himself and said But let it not be according to my will, but let your will be done. This just 
breaks me. I'm shouted by the humility of Christ, Son of God, to His Father. I made to understand that in prayer we must learn to humble ourselves. We must learn to humble ourselves deeply to be able to receive the grace and blessing of God. Without the humbling of ourselves, we cannot attain the will of God. We need to align our desires to the desires of God. The psalmist makes us to understand in Psalm 5 that the Lord listens to our sighs. The Lord does not listen to our vocal prayers, but He needs to know that His intentions for us are infinite, not finite. We often pray for finite things, things that will come to an end, limitations. Our God is not a God of limitations. Our God exceeds, supersedes, limits. He is not limited. He is abounding. He is eternal to infinity and beyond. If some of you can recognize that phrase. Let me not digress too far. But I'm here to admonish you that until you start praying a prayer that aligns to the will of God, you would never see results. If you continue to pray, the normal traditional prayers of norms that gives you the grace or you think you have the grace to ask for whatever you want. You see the Bible say ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open. Now even if you're asking and you're knocking and you're seeking, you need to be seeking God. You need to be knocking at the gates of heaven so that the prayers be answered. And you need to ask according to the will of God. I realized over time as a youth that until I start praying and asking for God's will for my life, resigning myself and surrendering my all, all my prayers are limited prayers. Lord, I need a new house. Lord, I need a new car. Lord, I need a new job. What if I get the job and I don't last? What if I get a new car and I'm by accident trip over and I die? I have learned to surrender, to surrender in my prayer, to surrender in my life, to surrender in my activities. And wherever you are, whatever you're listening, I would urge you at this point to really sit down and meditate. Should we pray for our desires or we should pray for the will of God be done in our lives? It is a food of thought. While you're thinking about this, learn to understand that our Father who art in heaven will never ever give us what is more than us, and He would answer us according to His time. Fiat voluntas estua, let the will of God be done. So this morning, I tell you, all listeners, that the will of God will be done in our lives, and the will of God will be done in your life through Christ our Lord. Thank you. This is the end of our podcast show. I hope you enjoyed. And I pray to God that you learn to align your wills and your desires to the will of God. Then you start seeing results. Thank you this morning and have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and a wonderful life. Ciao.